Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey babes, it is Lala Kent. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. We are going into the Vanderpump Rules Vanderpump Rules Reunion Part 2 tonight. I'm excited about it. Jessica, you watched Reunion Uh, Part 1? I watched Reunion Part 1 at like 5 a.m. And it just, it was like my coffee for the day. Was Was it? It put you on 10? So good. Um, You just, I mean, I was like, was I giving you life? You were giving me life. I kind I said I wasn't going to look at socials the night before but I did anyway. You're trending on Twitter. You've been trending like and I, and I know why. You were so good. I was so good. I we want to hear all your thoughts on it. Well, when I watched it, which they they sent it to us usually <laughs> I want to say like 5 days before. So I had seen it, which the extended version that's unedited, the one that we saw is on Peacock now. So I have to watch that. And I think that they're doing that with all three reunions. Amazing. So you'll see it tonight and then tomorrow you'll be able to watch like the un uncut, unfiltered. Yeah. We say the F word. But I overall I thought it was amazing. It was so good. This is a hack for people on the West Coast. Sling, and it's not even like Sling's a sponsor, but Lala would love you to be. You, if you get Sling, it's like an app or whatever that you get. N- Sling is great. Oh I'm my- so happy you have that subscription that <laughs> you allow me to use. <laughs> you guys, you can watch this at 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Yeah, you get the East you Coast You get the feed. East Coast feed. Because for me, when a show comes on at 9, I'm late. tired. I know. That means that it ends at 10 and then my mind's all discombobulated. I cannot slip it into like a REM cycle. No, you sure after- can't. <laughs> Vanderbump rules. You sure can't. No, but my biggest thing right now, I so I go through different shows when I decide to fall asleep, right? Like for a really long time, it was like only Friends. Then it was only Seinfeld. Now I'm falling asleep to, I started at season one of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah. I'm on season four now. So good. But I'm like, it like puts me to bed. <laughs> That's funny. Not because it's boring. It right. comforts me. Right. There's something about other people doing what I do that ma- and but it doesn't have to do with me that makes me feel at ease. Like I'm not the only one that's chosen to like that, act like this. That's a good like yes, obviously you can have that viewpoint which many of us can't cuz you guys do the same thing. Yes. Yeah, you all do. So, I want to jump into this very quickly because there's a lot to talk about. Okay. Vanderpump Rules Part 1 of the Reunion. I woke up, I went to bed the night before at like 6 p.m., right? So I was probably asleep by 7. Yeah. I had to wake up and, and production kept saying, hey, we need you there at 7. 
Hey, actually eight, actually seven fifteen, actually six thirty a.m. I'm just making up. It was back like, and forth. It yeah. was just back and forth, and I felt badly. I did my own makeup, and I always do my own glam, but for Bradley, who does my hair, because I kept changing it up on him. Mm. So finally, I was like, "We're done here." I'm waking up at 4.30, have him come at the normal time. I get a group text while Bradley is doing my hair. In that text, it's me, Ariana, Sheena, Katie, James. Okay. We're going back and forth talking about the rats. And a text comes through from Ariana saying, well, my hair girl just canceled on me. And she's sick. You know, there's nothing you can do when you're sick. Like, I totally understand. And also, like... I don't want you doing my hair if you are sick, but like the timing kind of sucks. Thank God that the universe, remember everything's the universe, everything's science. Yeah. The uni- Two completely different things, right? How can you believe in both? Well, I do. You do. The fact that I did not have Bradley come later, I just had him come at the same time, even though my call time got later. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ariana, I'm having Bradley come to your house after. Do you need any hair? She was like, I don't have hair. So I sent Bradley with my shorter extensions. No, it she was wanted amazing. to do the glass look. And I'm like, yeah. I will be damned if my girl goes in here with this bomb dress. It is her moment. She is like living her best life. And she got a, a botched glass <laughs> hair job. I, it was such a beautiful moment because the second I saw that, or the second you said that text came in, because I'm just sitting there on the couch watching you get your hair done, you were solution mode. What time is it? Bradley, can you go? Bradley was all game. He's like, absolutely. I'm going to be there. Here's my hair. It was beautiful. You guys figured it out within minutes. Figured it out. I think I almost would have allowed him to abort mission on my hair and just done a slick bun because that's all I know how to do with my own hair. And punted him over to her. Well, it looked amazing. The, your makeup, and I know I told you this on the morning of, but I th- I saw some tweets about it. Stunning. It Was matched it okay? your fucking attitude. It did? Absolutely. We're not here to play around. Cat eye, I'm coming at you with my claws. It was incredible. I find that at the reunion, you have to look extremely classy. Mm. Because the second you open your mouth, you become like... A little rough, <laughs> you know? So you better, it has to be a well-balanced outing. Right. You come in looking like 100 because your mouth is going to be bottom, <laughs> bottom feeding level, right? But right. then with the combination, it evens out the scale. It's See? a great point. It's a I, great point Everyone looked made. stunning. Everyone on your side plus Sheena. Like I said on last week's episode of this podcast, mm. we needed Sheena over with us. Agreed. But I mean, our our side was on 100. I know. And I want all your thoughts because I want your thoughts on Schwartz because I was kind of disappointed. In you were disappointed season, in well, Schwartz? Well, in him as a, I thought, this is your time, Schwartz. Come in. Give us like you, this is your time to make it right. This you is know, your, yes, right. this is your time to make it right. And what did he do? Make it worse? What is that? I don't know, but I want to... I saw him at I, the gala, the Vanderpump Dogs, Dogs Gala. Mm-hmm. And I went with my publicist mm-hmm. because I had called her earlier that day. I was not going to go. I was like not in a good head space just with what I deal with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that day I was like, I... I'm on 100. I'm dragging everybody. Everybody is collateral damage right now for this fucking mouth. Can't do it. 
Yeah. And there was going to be press on the carpet. I end up pulling it together. Sheena gives me a pep talk. She's like, pull your shit together. You're a strong motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You go to the dog gala. You're going to have fun. I had the best time. But I had my publicist there to man off anyone who wanted to talk to me. Because she knew when I was on the phone dragging everybody... She was like, yeah, we should probably make sure you're muzzled tonight. I said, no red carpet. Correct. No questions, Pictures please. only. <laughs> We're sitting at the table. Schwartz is at our table. And he's talking whatever. And even my publicist was like, you really need to get someone. Like, oh, it's a must. she said that to him? Oh, M was not playing. She's like, he, I'm not going to help you. He was like, well, what about you? And she was like, no, 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 I'm not going to help you. I'm Team Lala. <laughs> you got to find someone. He doesn't have a publicist? No, that's what he said. He said he doesn't have one. Oh, my, my, my. Yeah. Not good. Just to kind of coach him through. Yeah. So the episode starts out with Sandoval trying his hardest to cry. Oh. Seen this before. It reminds me of my situation. I like when I can make a comparison. Yeah. I live in a nice place when I go, you know what? I can relate to this or I've seen this before. I know this story. I was feeling that. I was watching it in real time. The second that Andy said, how are you holding up or whatever, he asked him. And <laughs> we watched it in the finale, him like trying to cry on Lisa's couch and it wasn't working. He needed to make it more dramatic because it was fake. So he goes up to a window. Turns his head. But I have to say. What? Part of me thought that might be real. And that was me. And I'm going to get so many people to disagree with me. The Lisa breakdown, I thought, OK, I get it. Time wise, timeline wise, this adds up. He would be having a breakdown there. The reunion is the second people called him out, the tears disappeared. But I so relate to that. There are so many times where that has happened in front of me with my own situation. And I've been like, pull your fucking shit together. Enough. And then the tears. And then they're like, I'm upset. And I'm like, well, I can tell you really got normal quickly. It just doesn't even feel like even when there are tears, it's just there's something about the eyes where I'm like. You guys are feel a little soulless, a little vacant. Yeah. And that's what I gathered. And I loved when James said, pull your shit together, man. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's what it was like. You don't get to cry right now. Yeah. You don't get to cry in this moment. Okay? Especially when we learned that he was basically victim shaming Ariana, which I relate to because I that happened to me by pretty much everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good thing I'm a tough bitch. I don't care what you say. Sticks and stones, bitch. Sticks and stones. Um, <laughs> oh, we need video. <laughs> but she's, I know. I can't wait for video. You guys, we are having video on the podcast starting very soon. Very, very, very soon. <laughs> um, but I love that she pointed that out. Like, this is a very different version from what I've been experiencing behind closed doors. That's the narcissist's biggest fear. I don't care what happens behind the scenes. What I care about is how the public will view me. That's why I say the quickest way with a narcissist, you publicly fucking blast them. Mm. I also learned in this reunion that I need to stop saying the F word so much. Oh, <laughs> Why was there a lot? That's so funny. I don't even remember the beeps. It's because I say it so much and it's got to end. Oh, man. I say it a lot too, though. Because you hang out with me Ugh. every day. I'm a horrible influence. I don't think so. But no, I, 
Yeah, the victim shaming was uh, horrific. And it was uh, not even, and that's the thing. He tried the apology. Mm -hmm. The tears. Didn't uh, hit. They went away very quickly. Went away very quickly. And instead of then going, okay, get, I'll get my shit together. Let's just, let's just give a sincere apology. Oh, and then all of a sudden it's Ariana's fault. Yeah. And for him to say, I'm so happy that everyone's been supporting Ariana. Behind the scenes, he's been wondering why he wasn't invited, trying to get invited to the White House Correspondents' Dinner, trying to get invited to X, Y, and Z, asking why he's not doing certain talk shows. Like, behind the scenes, he's jealous. Can you imagine Which I being love. part of his team and getting the call? <laughs> the blah, 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 going to the White House. Why? Why am I not invited to the White House? I don't I'm the one being talked about. Like... But you're being talked about because you did something bad. But that doesn't doesn't matter. No, that doesn't matter. No, exactly. Mm -hmm. And my most favorite thing is when a man starts getting jealous of a woman because she starts thriving and they turn into little freaking dick boys. (laughs) You know, like the woman is like overeat up, Mm -hmm. thriving, and this guy turns into a pair of balls. A little. You know, weak, punchable. (laughs) Fragile. Fragile. (laughs) That's why people call you a squirt. Yeah. Yeah. All they do is squirt and we create life. That's true. I know. Isn't it pathetic? It's it's sad. I'm sorry. I'm such a man hater. (laughs) And I am okay with the fact that my future partner, if they even exist, could listen to this podcast and run away. (laughs) I'm fine with it. I have to say, after the reunion and reunion Everyone's running. Everyone's... No, no. (laughs) I wasn't even going to say that, but that's hilarious. I was going to say everyone is probably a man-hater, even the men, after reunion number one. But that's hilarious. Well, even Andy said it in the one-on-one at the very beginning of of the episode, Mm -hmm. the reunion. She was like, I just... Men are shit. And she said, sorry. And he goes, no, I mean, I co-sign on that. Mm -hmm. Because it's just kind of true. You know, but I respect a man who can also say, like, yeah, Yeah. I agree with you. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now, with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. Have you done your Mother's Day shopping yet? Friendly reminder, use Rakuten. 
Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while you shop. And this week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the entire year. You get 15% cashback at hundreds of stores. I'm talking Adidas, Splendid, Ray-Ban, Elf Cosmetics, Dermastore, Lego, Stanley, and even Dyson. New Dyson vacuum for me and the new house. Yes, I am treating myself and enjoying some serious cashback. I love seeing those Rakuten cashback deposits in my PayPal account. Rakuten will also send you a check if you don't have PayPal. So join the 15 million members, including me, who are already saving with Rakuten. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You will not see higher cashback rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. So then we cut to Andy asking about the living situation. And as everyone knows, still to this day, they, I don't want to say cohabitating because they're not really, they're just living in the same space. For me, I'm all about energy. You may not physically be here right now, but your energy is. Yeah. And that's enough for me to feel unsafe. Mm -hmm. Other people are totally good with warding off bad energy. You know, like when I got to do drop off with my baby, I literally asked Jesus to like come in and protect me and God, please put a shield around this car. I will not be penetrated today. I will not, not in any way, shape or form. (laughs) Not by the evil, not by the dick, nothing. Nothing. Stay away from me. All right. (laughs) So for me, I'm like, we got to get her out. We got to get her out. She seems to be in a great space. And she's never home because she's too busy conquering the fucking world. It, did she not move out? No. I thought she moved out recently. No, I, th- oh, I that heard, was I read thing. online, it was like a, an, an ad. ad thing. Okay. Yeah, like she's moving out, but really she don't move out. Okay. Um, And I'm asked, like, do you think it's healthy? Keep in mind, I'm only here to speak my opinions, but I also spit facts. All right? Mm-hmm. Because I got experience. And no matter how many books someone reads on something, you will never be able to have the knowledge that someone has who's experienced shit. Agreed. 100%. Yes. Everyone thinks that when you say someone is dangerous, that immediately means physical. This person will attack you. This person will touch you. This person will do this, that, and the other. That's not where I was coming from. When you deal with a Sandoval... You're dealing with someone who is extremely manipulative. He doesn't have feelings because he's a narcissist. And I'm not the only person to say that. Mm -mm. There have also been people who are well-versed on this topic saying the exact same thing. Just by watching him, the way he moves, the way he acts, it's pretty clear as day. So when Lisa decides to come for me and say it's ridiculous... I love Lisa Vanderpump. Again, this is a show and we sometimes don't agree with what the other person says. Lisa Vanderpump put on her Instagram page that that was the wrong word to use. And it wasn't. There's no other way to break it down. I don't know how, what other word to use. It is dangerous. When someone can break you down mentally, that is a fucking hard thing to build back up. And that was the point I was making is, you know, imagine down the road, he finds a partner who puts up with his bullshit because they will, 
And they may not even know his bullshit because they've been so blinded. I've been there. You Mm -hmm. ignore the red flags. You're different. It's a different situation. Let's say they go on to have children. You then find yourself in a world that could very well knock you on your ass if you don't know how to rebuild and keep a stiff upper lip. Just the way it is. I've met women who have been in my situation, maybe even much worse, where it is debilitating. So when I use the word dangerous, that's not my opinion. This is fact. And people do need to be warned about him. I'm not saying don't engage with him. Just know who you're dealing with. Sandoval decides to chime in and say, if you're going to talk about my character, you need to go to the very back. Keep in mind, I didn't even know what he was saying in the moment when I was there because I made a vow to myself. When this idiot opens his mouth, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Ain't listening. Bye. Bye. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. So that I, I only saw last night what he actually said, which was stupid. And you like, need to go to the back. If you're going to judge my character, you need to get in line somewhere near the back, which means the line is so long oh. with people. It's like <laughs> dissing himself. <laughs> I never cut. I never butt in line. So I will get to the back. I'll go to the back. Might take a few years to get up to the front, but yeah, sure, I'll get to the back. Actually, I love to cut a line, like metaphorically speaking, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like if there's, a, if there's a way for me to like get my point across, which is me sitting at a reunion with you, yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. Yes. I have a question, obviously, about that moment. So that was a moment that was tweeted a lot about because it's you standing up, quote unquote, to Lisa Vanderpump. And right. that's not a thing that was done. And I saw a lot, or not a thing that's done a lot. And I saw a lot of tweets that said like, uh-oh, she better be careful. Jax did this and look what happened to him. He got kicked off the show. And so how do you feel about that now? Do you look at that and you're like, I'm I, I'm so, it sounds like you're proud of that. Have you talked to Lisa? Did she text you last night? Where, how is that? Or do you think it's like, oh no, we do that all the time. That's just how me and Lisa are and we're moving forward normally? How's that go? Well, I got a lot of questions because I did the little ask me a question and someone said, were you offended slash frustrated with how LVP handled things? I was. Um, I wouldn't say that I was frustrated. I think, and I, I wouldn't even say offended because we were so in the moment and we were moving so quickly that I didn't have time to process anything except for dealing what dealing with what was just said and then moving on to whatever Andy's next question was. With what Lisa said, I wouldn't use either of those words. I don't expect anybody who hasn't dealt with a narcissist to know what I'm talking about. Because even myself, when I heard the word narcissist, I really thought it meant like they just really love themselves and they have a big ego. Right. It is not that at all. I love myself dearly. Some people do call me a narcissist. I've been around a lot of specialists who diagnose these things, and I hate to break it to you. I am not one. I will not deplete you. I may say some things that might, like, hurt your feelings. But, like, we're all good here. I'm not going to try to break you down. Confidence and narcissism is not in the same – is not, like – interchangeable or whatever that is it's very and you're Lala you're the one who taught me that in Tina and it's not it's not one of those things where like oh you know you're looking in the mirror and you're like loving how you look and you're like I'm just a little bit of a narcissist right like the Greek mythology he sees himself in the the pond and he's like oh I'm gorgeous right very different LVP and I have a really 
a, a very good relationship. I think we have crossed over to a friendship where I can be honest with her and she can be honest with me and there's a mutual love and there's a mutual respect. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I have not heard from her today, but I wasn't expecting to. You know, like I I know the type of friendship that we have and she would let me know Mm -hmm. if she was annoyed at me. I also don't think that she would have posted that clip on her main page right that I did respond to because I couldn't help it but I find it my duty to shed light on narcissism as you should that's just what I do misunderstood widely so yeah so then we move into James delivering the line of you're a worm with a mustache that was iconic I talk about Sandoval um you know James leaves yeah because he's on 10, rips his jacket off. I'm way more ripped than you are. Oh. Did you see that? <laughs> I did, yes. I would kick your ass any day. I'm way more ripped than you are. You're a worm with a mustache. <laughs> iconic. It was so good. It was so iconic. I like had to rewind a It few was times. so good. I have a question. Was Allie in the back? Did he get up and leave? Part of me thought, why is he leaving? But then I thought, I wonder if he's going in the back to Allie to be like, to be like, I need you, I need you, help me to calm down. Because you know I saw her. She's in she a teaser. She was there the whole time. Okay, because she's in a teaser where she's sitting in a dress on stage. So that has been released. Like, I think that's going, that, that'll be tonight. Okay. Allie okay. will come in. She looked beautiful. Maybe yeah. he did go talk to her. Where was he go? He was At just trying to cool time, down. I haven't seen the, the episode yes, yet. yes. yes. He just needed to get out of there and cool down. I think he needed to take a breather. Yeah. Which I respected. So James leaves. I say to Sandoval, we've all messed up. This person on my gram said, people still feel a need to talk about your past and such. Do you think they'll ever get over it? No, I don't think people will ever get over my past. And I'm okay with that. The past is exactly why I am here today and can say the things that I say. And five years from now, I'm going to look back at this stage in my life and say, I would have changed X, Y, and Z. It's just the way shit works. Or five years from now, I could say I was in a way better spot back then. (laughs) I need to get back there. Who the fuck knows? Sandoval loves to pull out the history books because it's all he has. In my opinion, he is the he is one of the only people on the cast who is the same person. And that's what, what I was trying to say to him is I still am recognizing that you are a human being. When James comes back, I'm going to tear your head off again. But for this moment, I'm going to let you know that we live in today. I've dealt with my shit. Every reunion it is talked about. I could not acknowledge it any fucking more than I already have. Okay, so right now we ain't talking about me and what I've done because we've talked about it. Mm -hmm. The horse been dead. Let it rest. (laughs) We're talking about you. And the reason we're bringing up your past still is because your past is very much present today. Mm -hmm. That's why it's relevant. Yeah. You can't bring up my past if the behavior does not match anymore. Just like you can't bring up the past with James Hooking up with Kristen when he's dealt with an engagement since then, the break off of an engagement, a new girlfriend, buying a home, moving in with the new girlfriend into the home that he bought. We ain't there anymore. They cannot coexist unless we're talking about behavior that is present that was in the past as well. Deflect, deflect, deflect. It's just, I mean, what else is, instead of taking accountability, 
And that's, you know, a big sign of like, oh, well, yes, he is a narcissist. Deflect, deflect, victim, blame, all the things came out within the first few minutes. The first part of that, this episode was like pretty fire. There was someone who asked on socials, oh, by the way, shout out to Alex Cornwell ZJ because... She said, my husband was like, that babe has an 801 tattoo. She's from Utah. And I love, because so many people come up to me and they're like, what is 801? And it's Salt Lake's area code. Yes. Oh. So I love that that person like knew that. I love that. Love a good 801 (laughs) moment. So they were asking Maggie underscore Hodges, was Sheena not that vocal or was it editing? She seemed pretty mute and anxious. Um, you have to remember, we usually have a block of time to process the season before we step into a reunion. I was actually thinking that they were going to push the reunion back because before this happened, we already knew that, what was it, March 23rd? I think it was, it was the yeah, 23rd was, yeah. that we were filming the reunion. We pick cameras back up, I want to say March 4th or 5th. Mm-hmm. We film for a week and some change and are still expected to go into the reunion with really no time to process anything. No. Everything was still so... Everyone was still so heated, of course. They still are to this day, but I'm just... So heated. Yeah. And then you start getting people coming to you and saying, I knew, I I have so many regrets. Here's text messages. They had uh, code names for each other. Raquel was Jamie. And it's just like... a different level of process Mm -hmm. understanding for Ariana in her mind this was never real I made this up in my mind I'm having to sit with the fact that it never existed I'm mourning something that didn't exist and that's really a, a hard pill to swallow that's a mind fuck I have been in that space so I want to say that Sheena going into it was affected in a very different way because she wasn't completely in it. But these were two of her best friends, three of her best friends, that she was really defending. You know, and when you're kind of an outsider that's defending a friend group and then you get played, it's a whole different level of just how could I not see this? Of course. And it's the worst. And... I mean, we saw, you know, you saw her process it right after. Not only is she losing a friend with Rachel, but she's probably humiliated. Yeah. So Jill, it's either Jill so photos or Jill's O photos. Do you think Sandy and Schwartz friendship is damaged after this? After this reunion or after the airing? Because it's too... No, can I tell you what I believe is going to happen? Schwartz has been ride or die for Tom. Tom has never been ride or die for Schwartz. But I feel that it's a level of comfortability on Schwartz's end. He understands that this is the friendship. This is how it's always been. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know any different. What's going to start to happen after this, and maybe it's already started happening, is the buildup of resentment. And there's going to be a breaking point for Schwartz where he loses his mind. And I don't know what exactly has to happen for him to understand that people like Sandoval, people like my ex, people that he's attaching 
his cart too. It's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point you, you got to pick right and what is right for you. And he still continues to not do that. It's like, I want you to take everybody else out of focus right now. What is going to be best for you and your family? And maybe he's not there yet, but it will happen. It happens to everybody. When you're pushed so far, the resentment builds up that you cannot repair. Well, I have to ask on that note, a moment in the reunion where they're talking about the snowboarding trip and Schwartz is looking at Sandoval going, come on, like as he's looking at him so intensely, like, dude, back me up, back me up here. And he didn't. Sandoval didn't back him up. And what I think it was, because let me just so I understand. So Schwartz and Sandoval went on a snowboarding trip and it sounds like Raquel and Joe then met up with them there. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. Here's what I think happened and I want to know if you can speak on this. I think Schwartz understood it as, yeah, they were just going snowboarding and then Sandoval was like, dude, I'm going to invite Raquel and like then Joe could come and it could be this thing and maybe... Talks him into it. Talked him into it. Mm -hmm. And who knows if Schwartz was like, no, let's not or was like, okay, fine, whatever because he kind of is just like can be a pushover and in that reunion moment, I think maybe he was hoping Sandoval to be like, no, 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 hold on. I invited those girls. Yeah, I think that I think you're absolutely and spot that didn't, on. That didn't happen. No, Sandoval will throw everyone under the bus. His best friend, his mama, yeah. his own future children. Yeah. Just to save himself. We watched it happen. He did not back him up. Literally, but he wanted Schwartz to back him up when he was like, January? Jan- August? Or I mean, August? No, no. And it's like, that's when you told me right after the wedding. Oh, we got a specific now. We got a specific Mm -hmm. right after the wedding. And I loved how you guys were like, oh, did you not match your timelines up? You've been coaching the rat all day. You forgot to coach this one. So true. So true. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Okay, did Katie ever express her feelings about your rekindled friendship with Sheena? She expressed her feelings. I am not going to share what the exchange was. Um, I understand Katie very well. 
we are both very powerful with our words and we use very colorful language. <laughs> um, and I love Katie and I understood where I she was coming from a place I think of hurt. We dealt with it on the plane ride to watch what happens live um, right when the season a- started airing. When you guys were on together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to protect what she said because I don't think it's necessary to even talk about. However, when she said on the reunion, you know, Lala, the same level of loyalty when you and Sheena weren't getting along, you know, you said if anyone ever communicates with her, they're dead to me. And I don't ever remember saying anything like that. I definitely um, expressed my disdain for Sheena at the time because of what she had done on her podcast. But I know for a fact that if that's what I was saying behind the scenes when cameras picked up, I would have said that on camera. Like, if you fucking go do this, I'm done with you. I don't recall having some people choose, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I do know that I was in season nine saying to Katie, like, I'm feeling like I'm on an island and I want you to have my back, which is similar to what she was asking me. And I always had her back, just like Sheena said. Not once did I ever make it like I was on the fence or I understood Sheena's side more than Katie's. Nope, I was black or white. Like, I don't fuck with you on on this. Yeah. Okay, this is... I'm sorry, I didn't read the name of the last question, but if I can find it, I will read it. Um, this is Risa X Delaney. What part do you wish they would have kept in that didn't make it to part one? Honestly, because it was such a long day, I can't remember the sequence of events. So... I think maybe once I watch all three parts, maybe I'll have some memories come back. But again, I've said this before. I kind of blacked out during the reunion, not with rage, like just with emotion. It was like such a troubling experience to be a part of. And I feel like in the darkness, we did create some light, like worm with a mustache. There were things where it was like we're, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, which is, you know being funny exactly with your insults the when I first saw the reunion episode there were things that were cut out of it versus what we saw on Bravo however it's because I saw the version that airs on Peacock which is uncensored got it and extended version okay got it um on that note I am curious I would have assumed that producers and maybe Andy, so they know, already know, this is probably going to be a multiple part re- reunion. You guys don't know it as the cast coming in, but they do. Did they try and attempt to be like, we're going to talk about some other stuff first because we know that the majority of the reunion is going to be taken up by Sandoval and it didn't work? Or did they just go full on Andy was like questions about Scandoval and all that? Or did they try like... No, we got a phone call. We got a phone call before the reunion after yeah. this happened from a producer that yes. said, we need your thoughts when we should bring out. Obviously, we knew Sheena and Raquel couldn't be out there at the same time. So that was never a discussion. But do do we bring them out and not have them to get, like, Tom and Raquel together at all? Like, we really do want your guys' thoughts. And I said, you know, the only thing I'm asking is that we – also talk about what else happened this season because although a lot of people have been affected by Scandaval, you know, Katie was deeply affected by a lot of these people who who are now 
on her side. But at the end of the day, like, just because you're cool with me now, you don't get to get away with the past three months of really fucking with my life. Mm -hmm. That was my only ask. I was like, I don't care who's out there at what time. I'm going to give them Lala no matter what. Yeah. Like, I know exactly. I know what the drill is. Do you feel satisfied with the amount of because it seemed like they touched on little things like that but it really was always going back to Scandaval in my opinion you know what's crazy is we all said the same thing though the entire I know that Katie and I were very much on the same page it just was hard to not bring it back to that because it was so mind-blowing Right, and then what's what's Sandoval going to give his opinion on Katie and Tom's marriage you don't want to hear it you don't want to hear it absolutely not yes I do want to talk about two things because I got questions about this. Yes. Number one, Tom Schwartz saying to Katie when during the discussion about their relationship and him saying, you know, the worst time of my life, my dad almost dying, my brother being diagnosed with cancer, and they pan to me, and I'm making like a full, like a full breath, like closing of the eyes, shaking my head thing. And I didn't want anyone to think that I was like not an excuse. When he was going through what, you know, the the timeline of my dad, my brother, it was more of like I can relate to having a dad with health issues. And I really can't imagine having to deal with my partner then wanting to divorce me during that time. However, like I talked, I've talked to Katie about this. Had the relationship been solid and he always picked her and then this, you know, situation with his family and the health issues happened and he had to break away and wasn't giving her as much time, I know she would have been more understanding. But it was like, you've never given me time. Ever. Yeah. I've always been on the back burner. Mm -hmm. Whether this had happened with your family or not. So I just want to make that clear that I wasn't shaking my head like excuses. It was really like, holy shit, that is a lot for one person to be dealing with. Mm. The other thing, Sheena talking about how she was relating to Raquel because she's been bullied by Katie, bullied by Lala. And I said, this is, we're not teaching pre-K. And this is Bravo. We all signed up for this. And Sandoval says, bullying doesn't have in age range. And I fully agree with that. The reason why I said pre-K and maybe that wasn't the right job title was I was trying to say the workplace. I'm not saying that, that what we go out and do and things that I say or other people say is okay on any level, right? I was trying to show that this workplace that we are on, we have all come for each other. Mm. We all read that contract. All right. We know what it says in there. It's fucking intense. The language is very intense. We all looked at it. We all had lawyers look at it. We all signed it. I have been called a homewrecking whore, a mistress. Raquel went as far as to call me chicken shit, which is like I literally haven't been called a chicken since I was being bullied in elementary school. So it wasn't about the age I'm very well aware that you can be bullied at any age. I'm bullied by random strangers on Instagram who I've never fucking met in my life. Mm -hmm. Calling me a bully as they're bullying me. Yeah. So I was trying to lay the groundwork of let's remember where we are. Not everyone here has clean hands. We have all thrown mud at each other. We know the playing field. We're all dressed for the same game. Me and Katie 
and James Kennedy just may be a little bit more intense while we're playing the same game as everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, if you've watched Real Housewives of freaking Atlanta, oh, I'd be in the fetal position. <laughs> like, those bitches don't play. I need to watch. The shit watch. they say to each other, I'm like, whoa. Wild. 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 I need to watch. That's, I mean, yeah, no, that's a great point. I, a DM I did see come in earlier, and I have one here that says you're uh, from Scorch Bly, Blythe. Your thoughts on Rachel's smile and smug face behind the scenes, completely unfazed, but but on that note, and I don't want to forget it because you mentioned Sheena. There was a DM that came into the podcast. Sorry, I I just saw it come in and I've lost it now. But they asked, was Sheena's feelings, were Sheena's feelings hurt by you saying we've gotten closer from the babies? Because the person DMing was like, I would assume that would maybe hurt her feelings because it's basically saying, well, I'm friends with you now because the kids and not necessarily because I wanted to be closer with you, Sheena, as a person. No, that, and she was not offended because she knew exactly how I meant it. Mm-hmm. When we were on the outs and we had that moment, season nine, where I said, are we going to be friends? What was on the forefront of our minds saying this friendship is worth it was I have a little girl and I like you and I want our kids to be friends. Mm-hmm. Like, so even though the kids were the driving force, I kick it with Sheena with or without the kids. I kick it with Sheena and her mom and my mom. Mm-hmm. We go do things just me, Sheena, and Brog, and I'm a third wheel. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wasn't saying without the kid we wouldn't be friends. But really, without the kid, we may not be friends. Because mm-hmm. it gave you that moment to be like, are we going to move forward? Right. Yeah. But that's not to say, like, that's the only reason. But they were the driving force between make or break. Yeah. Does that make any sense? No, that makes all the sense. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Because if I couldn't stand her, I don't give a fuck if you got a kid or not. I don't want to be around you. There's plenty of people There's with kids. There's plenty of kids. <laughs> yeah. People with kids. And by the way, like um, it's in a stand-up. I can't remember who does it. Oh, Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. Kids bond if they like, like the same ice cream. Yeah. Right? They're like, you're small, I'm small, best friends. Right. You know? Yes. Yes, exactly. So I could find someone to hang out with Ocean anywhere. Right. Okay, so your thoughts on Rachel's smile and smug face behind the scenes, completely unfazed. That was Scorch Blythe. Blythe. What I was shocked by is when Schwartz was saying the kiss was liberating and she smiles. Mm. It's like, you're so weird. There was not a tear, so we know that. So even if it was edited where, yeah, maybe an extra eye roll where she didn't do it, but... I wouldn't expect to see tears from her, by the way. I'm not going to give it away, but I'm going to say don't expect it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And when she, like, people thought that this reunion was intense and we were on 100, just wait until Raquel steps into the building. Oh, my God. We are, like, vicious dogs. I mean, I don't know how it can get better, and I'm not even kidding. I give her credit for even stepping into the building. I don't know that I would have the ovaries to do that. There you go. Very intense situation. Yeah, so do I. And um, yeah, I don't know why I don't feel that way about Sandoval. Maybe it's because Raquel it was newer and is the newest, right? So I'm like, I guess she probably could have just been like, I'm not going to go. I don't know if she could have been like that. But she. I feel like if she wanted to, she could have been like, 
found a reason for her team to be like, she's not going, period. But then I'm also like, but then she wants the screen time. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't know how I feel. Well, that's what's really hard. And this is where I won't even pretend like I'm well-versed enough to know this difference is obviously Sandoval would show up, key cast member, also a narcissist, pretty unfazed about all of this, to be honest. Like, he may feel a little down in the dumps, but it's like not, it didn't shake his world to the point of no return. Raquel, I'm not happy with her team. Mm. The fact that she came to the reunion and however many days, weeks, months later, she's in a mental health facility, that tells me she should have taken that moment to really protect herself and isolate. Do not expose yourself to the public. I understand this is a show, but at the end of the day, when it's between this and your well-being that literally we have to protect at all costs because that is what moves you further in life or puts you in your grave. We have to protect that. Yeah, mental health above all, for sure. And I don't think that she was in any place to face, because you have to remember, facing us is one thing. When it's aired worldwide, it's a whole different set. And they don't let up. I mean, I haven't really let up. But I've been, I mean, compared to what some of these people say, I'm like, you should be on reality TV. <laughs> like, you're way more vicious than Savage. I ever could be. Yeah. Um, Rocky yeah. Barnett said, do you think James deserved more airtime to share his perspective? He was hurt too. The lack of compassion <laughs> and rallying around of James Kennedy is pretty insane to me. I think he's gotten lost in all of this. And it's because he's kind of like me, you know? Mm-hmm. We have intense mouths and it's like we're looked at as the people that deserve it. Yeah. This is your karma or whatever it may be. Not to say that people haven't rallied because I've seen a lot of love for James because he's hysterical. But it's it's coming across as they love his mouth and what he says rather than his best friend, which was mind-blowing. That's what you called me. It's like you're insane. Yeah. And by the way, Sandoval did pay for half of that engagement because he wanted eyes on him. It wasn't about him. That's how he made it about him. That wasn't out of the goodness of his own heart. Come on, fuck off. Mm. But like that was his best friend and this was his fiance. They were going to like get married, you guys. Yeah. Get married, have kids. Raquel was going to make her parents grandparents. Mm -hmm. Same with James Kennedy. And it was kind of looked at as like not a big deal. And maybe it's because he moved on really soon. But I mean – Let's not forget Ariana met her guy 10 days after this happened. So both moved on very quickly. And I think, James, it was like three weeks. After they broke off the engagement. Mm -hmm. He had a new girlfriend, I think, around three weeks later. Yeah. Ariana had a new guy 10 days later. They they both moved on very, very quickly. And for James not to get the same amount of, like – oh my gosh, you were done dirty. And maybe it's because they weren't still, maybe if they were still engaged and this happened, it would be very different. But it's just funny how the outside world looks at certain people. And they, I read the LA Times article, they did a spotlight piece on me and they asked a professor, I believe it was at Columbia. And they asked, the writers asked, which I wasn't aware of this. I read the piece when everyone else did why Ariana got this level of support when Lala was looked at and and it was, if you make a comparison, way more intense, why it wasn't given the same amount of like 
wow, okay, we have a level of respect here. And this woman, I think her name was Raquel Gates, said, you have to be a perfect victim for people to sympathize with you. Being a perfect victim is very, very hard. I mean, we've watched it in some of these trials where men have forced themselves on women and they go through and they say, but was it not true that you held his hand one time? Yep. Was it not true that you sent him a text that said, I miss you? It's like, unless you are a perfect victim, you don't get sympathy. That don't work for me. So I I want to give James another shout out because he's been through the ringer too. Yeah. Difference is he's like me. We shake shit off. Fuck everyone but us. Right. But yes, but the support, I get it. Supporting him being like, you're so funny. Hell yeah, James. But also his heart. Like he, he, his heart was broken. And I'm not saying Raquel, I'm not saying, but he was in a situation and you can tell with the tears and he's been vulnerable this season and just like speaking his truth. And yeah. But that doesn't matter because all of everything he said in the past run a montage from the time he entered Vanderpump Rules to where he is now. That one moment, everything out, Everything else outweighs that. Same with me. I have a moment of a breakdown and everyone wants to cut to the clip where I was ripping someone's head off. You look at Ariana and she has been very sweet and reserved the entire time. And due to Sandoval being obnoxious and a narcissist and overbearing and just pure torture Mm -hmm. as an outsider looking in, Ariana became background noise. Yeah. 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 And that is not an insult. That's when you're dealing with a Tom Sandoval and that's your partner, you have no control over becoming background noise because they are so much that you almost just retreat. You're like, I can't deal. I'm exhausted. I so relate. Oh, I was going to say that's, I mean, like tired, keeping the robe on all day. Yes. Everyone get away from me. So there's that. Proud of my entire cast. Everyone freaking killed it. I hope you guys enjoy part two of tonight and again I believe tomorrow is going to be the unedited and um, a longer episode of the reunion so enjoy I love you guys I hope you enjoyed this episode I will catch you next Wednesday Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.